welcome back. This is episode 80, Causal Self-Care. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. Hey, ladies, welcome back. I hope that you are having a good week and that you're ready to dive in and take some action on some things that can help you get to where you want to go, or at least just listen to this and be able to have a shift or a perspective change as you're driving in your car, taking your kids to and from the places they need to be, or folding laundry or whatever it is. Um, Whatever it is that you and I are doing today, let's see if we can have a bit of a perspective change, because even just a little bit of shift in our thinking can actually make a big difference. It's the beginning of the snowball, if you want to look at it that way. All right, so let's talk about self-care first. We've heard it a lot, something that we aspire to do, struggle to do, are told we should do, all the things. But you may have had similar experiences like me, which is you do the things that people say are self-care, and it just doesn't quite move the needle for you. It's like, well, I took that bath, I got my nails done, I went out with the girlfriends, I watched the movie, and you know, what have you. took some time for myself, and then I get back in real life, and it just didn't really seem to do much. And so then it comes to the place where it's like, come on, like, can we just get some real solutions? Like, not this fluffy self-care stuff. But let's chat about stuff that actually moves the needle. Real, concrete, solid fix the problem at its root kind of self-care, not a bandage up the symptoms kind of self-care. Now there is a time and a place for quote unquote fluffy self-care, care that, that that's fun to do, but doesn't like hit the issue at its core. And that's fine. But when your daily stress surpasses a, th- a certain threshold Fluffy self-care just does not do it. So if you are who I think you are, then you really aren't interested, at least currently, in only bandaging the symptoms. You're interested in solving the stresses and struggles at their cores. You need your problem to be addressed at its cause. Huh? Causal self-care. You need a shift not a Band-Aid, and that is what causal self-care does. So what is it? Simply, it's addressing your personal problems at their point of origin. And that point of origin is your thoughts. It's your thinking that causes your feeling, be it good or bad, however it is you want to label your feeling. So let's just talk about that for a minute. What we think encompasses the stories that we tell ourselves about everything. The deeply held and often repeated thoughts that we think are our beliefs. These thoughts, these beliefs, they shape our perspectives. The narratives that we tell ourselves about other people and events, our worldviews, all of it. It is through these perspectives, narratives, and worldviews that we give meaning to what happens in the world around us. So let me elaborate a little further. 
any emotion we experience is the result of a thought that we have had in our brains. What we're tempted to do is to attribute our feelings to something that is external, not our own thoughts. Something that happened or something that someone said. But that's actually not what's happening at all. And it's not the situation or the circumstance that is causing our emotions, like pain or pleasure. It's the meaning that we give to it that causes the emotion. The thought that we have about the circumstance is what creates the emotion. For example, imagine yourself at a park with your special needs child. You see another mother arrive with her child, who is seemingly typical. The child plays busily on the playground set, and you start chatting with the other mother, and you learn that her child is five years old. Let's pretend, right? And let's pretend that that is the same age as your child. As soon as you realize they're the same age, you go ahead and glance over and you see them playing on the playground equipment. You notice how they're playing differently. You notice the gap in their developmental levels. And you feel a wave of sadness sweep over you as you observe this. In this moment, it feels like your sadness is the direct cause of the developmental differences between your child and the other child. The circumstance is the cause. That's what that feels like. But we have to examine that if that is actually true, that the circumstance causes the emotion, then it needs to be true across the board, right? So it's like gravity, how gravity keeps us all here on the earth. It's, it's universal, it's causal. But I bet that if you hopped into the body of that other mother who's observing the same scene as you, you wouldn't be experiencing sadness. You'd be experiencing another emotion. It could be curiosity, relief, or maybe nothing at all. And that's because she's thinking different things than you about the circumstance. She's assigning a different kind of meaning to what's happening in front of her. She has a different perspective of the situation. And because of that, she's experiencing different emotions. Okay, so let's ask again, what is causal self-care? Causal self-care is thought work. It's self-coaching. It is working to be aware of what you're thinking, feeling, how you're behaving, and what results those behaviors are creating for you. It's freeing yourself from the unconscious thoughts that you keep thinking that keep you trapped in the emotional state that you're in that you don't want to be in. So in this situation at the park, you could apply causal self-care in this moment by just being aware by being aware of the meaning that you are giving the situation that you're observing, the circumstance that you're experiencing, the developmental differences between the children that are playing, yours and the other mothers. You feel the sadness and you go, oh, I have a belief that, that it's sad that there's this difference. Perhaps maybe that it shouldn't be this way, or it's sad that it is this way, or that I wish it was different. Any of those thoughts, it is the sentences in your brain those sentences that pass in your brain that create the emotions that you have. If it wasn't, right, then 
the other people that are observing the same situation or that are experiencing the same situation as you should also be feeling the same thing as you, right? And it's not that this doesn't ever happen. You know, you can do this in a movie theater. You're watching a movie. Everybody, you you can look around and you can see all those other people that are crying at the same part that you're crying. And they might not even be thinking the exact same thought. They're probably not, but it's leading to the emotion of sadness. Let's say it's a sad cry to sadness. But then you'll look around and you'll see people that aren't crying or that maybe aren't even sad at all about it. And it's because even though you're all experiencing the same movie in the same movie theater, you're all thinking different things about what you're viewing. You're placing different meanings on different things. And that is the root of a lot of emotional struggle and pain is what we think. And I'm not saying it's good or it's bad or any of those things. We're not really going to address the thinking aspect right now, but just the awareness that if you want to have self-care that actually moves the needle, you need to address the emotional issues at their core and they start with your perspectives, the meanings you place on the things you observe, the thoughts that go through your brain, or you could say the sentences that run through your brain. So even though I feel like it kind of goes without saying, I just want to address it in anyway. And the question is, why is causal self-care better than fluffy self-care? Those are just the categories I'm going to put them in for now. It may not be the best labels, but just to help us differentiate, right? So fluffy self-care means something that you do for yourself that bandages the problem, but doesn't stop the bleeding, right? A temporary fix that is just holding things in place. Again, there is a time and a place for bandages and for temporary fixes and things like that. Now, causal self-care is something that actually transforms you. It fixes the problem. It's a lifestyle change, not a diet. So a consistent application of this causal self-care or this thought work and self-coaching is what helps to move the needle. Intentionally choosing what you will think and how you will view the things that happen in your life are the kinds of things that solve your emotional issues at the core. So the first step to giving yourself this causal self-care, you can also categorize it into primary or secondary self-care if you wanted to. Primary self-care being causal, secondary self-care being more fluffy. So the first step of this primary or causal self-care is awareness. Awareness of where you currently are. Awareness of what you're currently thinking. So if you want to try this on, find your current emotional pains. Pick one to work through. And here's some questions that can kind of get your juices flowing. Who or what do you notice you are giving credit to for your emotional situation? So, ah, my my mother-in-law said this. My husband said this. This is just a hard thing that's happening in my life. Okay, you want to be aware. And this exercise needs to be done with absolutely no judgment of how things should or shouldn't be. You're just observing what is. Okay? What are you currently thinking about that situation or person? How do you feel when you think that way? 
How do you act towards that person or in that situation when you feel that way? And then see what comes up for you. Awareness is the first step. You cannot solve the root of a problem if you don't know what or where the root is. So take some time to invest in yourself and in caring for yourself in a way that can actually solve problems at its core and become more aware of where you are. You want to apply this for a while. It's a skill set. And then you'll start to feel the shifts happen. And it's fun to see what happens after these shifts start to happen. If you like what you're hearing, join me in the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 private Facebook group, where we take a deeper dive into these concepts, apply them, and offer personalized help. Link to apply is in the show notes. And please leave this podcast a five-star review so more mamas like you and me can find it. Thank you for letting me serve you today. And until next time, take care. Take care.